Are you ready for a travel adventure? How about an exciting trip to Venice or an exhilarating experience in Bangkok? Maybe you were more about a culinary adventure in Barcelona or just a relaxing day cruising the canals of Amsterdam. Join the Professor Travel as he invites you on an epic excursion, one that has you traveling the globe with him. Come and experience a world of culture, a world of history and architecture, a world of food and experiences to broaden your mind and save you time and money as you travel. Learn more, discuss more, travel more, and enjoy life more. And now your host, The Professor Travel. Greetings, students, and welcome to this episode of The Professor Travel. I am your host, The Professor Travel, coming to you from Orange County, California. This is the website, the blog, and the podcast that you come to in order to learn more about different travel locations, where we come in order to collaborate as a community in order to discuss more. We come together in order to hopefully travel more and go to places that we haven't been, and ultimately to enjoy life more. Now, you can reach me through a variety of different medium, including my website, which is at www.theprofessortravel.com. On either YouTube or on Facebook, you can find me at The Professor Travel. I am now available on TikTok, so you can find me there at The Professor Travel. On Instagram, if you're on Instagram, you can see me there at The underscore Professor underscore Travel. On Twitter, if you're there, you can find me at the Professor TR1. And then finally, if you are a blogger, you can find me on Blogspot at theprofessortravel.blogspot.com. Today, our visiting professor joining us is Professor uh, Rob Brandon. Say hi to everybody, Rob. Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Uh, mm -hmm. Rob recently went on a few different uh, locations, and I asked him to join us to talk about a little bit about them. But before we get into that, um, Rob, can you please share with my students just a, a little bit of information about your background, maybe some information about your educational background, and maybe some places that you've gone to? Yeah, you bet. My educational background, I have a uh, Bachelor of Science degree in psychology, went to Colorado State University, graduated there from uh, it's dating myself, but 1995. Um, loved to travel. Been to several places um, overseas. I actually used to be in a in a barbershop quartet where I did some traveling. Oh wow! Uh, as well as a course over there. So we went to Germany and Luxembourg and France. Um, also been to Barcelona first, um, and Ibiza, and then of course this um, next vacation that I went on um, that we'll talk about um, soon. So let's lead into that since you brought it up. Um, so where did you decide to go to on this trip? And what was your motivation of wanting to go to the places that you went to? The main, well, the main reason I was going over there was my, my daughter is studying abroad in a small town called Reggio Emilia in Italy. And so that was my main purpose of going over there and, and checking things out with her. Okay, <clears throat> cool. And how long was this uh, excursion of this vacation for? I ended up going over there for two weeks. Two weeks. Okay, that's a yeah. lovely big of, amount of time. And yeah. then based upon your uh, travel plans and where you were going to, did you have to get a visa or any type of travel medications, anything like that at all? No, all I needed was a passport. Okay, sounds perfect. Yeah. So then let's start to talk about the pre-packing process. Now, before we get started on this, were you actually traveling with your daughter or was your daughter already over there and you just went to go visit her? Yeah, my daughter was already over there and I went to go visit her over there. Okay, perfect. So mm -hmm. let's start to talk about the pre-packing process. You know, you're going to be gone for a couple of weeks. What did you kind of think about that you would need to have like weather wise, um, uh, clothing wise? What were, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I checked, um, checked the weather reports over there 
And basically it showed that it was supposed to rain the whole time. Mm. Um, so I wanted to be prepared in regards to that. Um, since I was going to be picking up and moving a lot of different places, I wanted a lot, you know, I, mean? so I didn't, I didn't bring a lot. I brought about maybe four shirts, four pairs of pants. And of course I was going over to Italy. So I was planning to buy a bunch of clothes while I was over there. Of course. Cause you know, yeah. when Milan, you know, <laughs> you might as well. <laughs> yeah, of- Milan was, was amazing. So, and then right. I bought, a, um, had a trench coat, um, couple beanies and, my hygiene stuff, and I was good to go. I'm not a, a pre-planner when it comes to packing, so I pretty much packed maybe maybe 48 hours before I left. Oh, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> well, maybe for like a short like Vegas excursion or something yeah. like that, but not for Europe. I, I'm I'm like I'm that type. Okay, so my husband and I have very different views on stuff. Like I'm. I will pack usually a couple of days in advance or like maybe even a week in advance, but I'm, I'm trying to minimize everything. Cause I do a lot of traveling. Uh-huh. He will pack multiple suitcases for pretty much every occasion. <laughs> so I understand kind of where the mindset goes on pre-packing. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that with us. <laughs> Definitely nice to have choices, but yeah, I just wanted to, and I also didn't want to have the over the limit because traveling over there, especially on the smaller planes, they really get you with cost. Oh yeah. Um, now actually, let's talk about the 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 departure. Now you've left from LAX, is that correct? Yes, I did. Yes. And you were traveling from LAX to Newark, if I understood Newark, you correctly. Newark, New Jersey. Yes. Stayed there only for a few hours, and then you were on to which airport? To um, Milan. Milan. Okay. Milan in Italy. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So, how long did that whole trip? take you in order to get there including the stopover do you know um it took about 15 hours 15 hours okay yep and did you leave on like a like a red-eye flight from lax or did you leave from the morning i left around eight o'clock eight o'clock at night and i ended up getting into well the time change of course was was different but um and i ended up getting in there about 8 30 um in the morning okay okay I, and do you, are you one of those people that ha, like us, I have problems sleeping on planes. Did you find that similar difficulty or? Yeah, I, I tried not to sleep just because of the sense of that I was going to get there at eight 30. So I was like, I'll just wing it yeah. and just make it happen. And then, and then get some sleep that, that evening. Okay. And that makes sense. Speaking yeah. of flights, which airline did you decide to go on? I did United actually. I'm a big United fan. I'm a mileage plus carrier myself. So yeah, and it was it was the, the least expensive. It was actually I was really amazed how how inexpensive it was. Nice. And did you go through coach or did you upgrade? No, I just did the coach. Okay, that makes sense. It's crazy how first class they jumped that price. Oh yeah. It, it, believe me, I tried when I got to the airport, but it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, at least you got at least you got there, and, and yeah. part of the journey is hey, I, I'm in Italy. Congratulations. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's kind of nice. Now, um, because you didn't stop in Newark for any length of time, I'm going to skip the part that talks about the pre-vacation destination. And let's move on to when you were planning the trip. I would, you know, not to cut you off there, I would say that the New York airport was really nice. Oh, yeah. Like, which terminal? Yeah, really, really nice, really updated, a lot of technology, um, a lot of nice restaurants, and not crowded. It, it, It just felt comfortable, where if you had to stay there for a certain amount of time, you would have plenty to do. I want to say when I when I go through Newark, typically I usually go through. I want to say it's Terminal C or the third terminal, whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, I think it was C when I if I recall it. They have a great steakhouse in there. That's yeah, just- and sushi bar. They have a sushi bar that's right 
on the alley there, the way where you walk, which is really nice. Oh, it sounds like they've upgraded because the last yeah. time I was there, they did not have that. <laughs> so, well, I definitely want to get some insight on that from you as well as we continue to go along through this. No um, now, when you were planning out the trip, what kind of accommodations were you looking at? Were you looking at hotels or timeshares or Airbnbs? What were you looking at? I did a couple different things. So my first thing was my first destination was Milan. So hi for sure, you know, just was wanted a hotel. That's where I was going to meet my daughter. Okay. So um, I just got a hotel for the night. She wasn't meeting me until um, the next day because she was actually traveling, traveling um, in um, where would she go? I'm trying to think where she, she was. She was traveling somewhere else. Okay. Um, so we met there, but my biggest plan was Prague, which that we'll talk a lot about. Mm-hmm. Is and so I planned Prague, but I didn't plan any other hotel destination because I didn't know what I was going to do, and I wanted to be spontaneous and oh, just wow. go, with the, go with the flow when I got over there. It was off season. So I checked out all the hotels and there was plenty of room in all the hotels. So I wasn't, I wasn't concerned. Okay, cool. So you already did a little bit of pre-research ahead of time to know the prices weren't going to be overly outrageous and there was going to be an ample amount of availability, it sounds like. Exactly. Okay, that's good. So let's then start with the itinerary. This is where I'll let you kind of take over a little bit and kind of go through the cities that you went through and maybe let's just pluck one thing from each location that you decided to go to. Okay. All right. Well, let's start with Milan first. So the first time um, I flew into Milan's, Milan airport and ended up going into the city of Milan. Um, I got fashion. I wanted to be right in the middle at all. So I stayed in a hotel. Let me see. That hotel was um, NH Milano. Ooh. And it was kind of a boutique. So that's another, when I travel, I like to do boutique hotels. I don't like the big hotels. I like when I'm coming and going, people remember me, I get to know the staff. Um, so that was really, really nice to in there. And I stayed right down in city center. So I was able to go right to the, to the fashion district and do a lot of shopping um, in regards to that area. Nice. Yeah, it was really nice. And we stayed there. I stayed there for two days. Um, and we actually, all we did was eat, bring wine and chop. <laughs> 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 I can think of worse things to do. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also, of course, went to the cathedral there. That was amazing. Lovely. The Milan Cathedral was absolutely beautiful. Did you, by any chance, did you get a Eurorail pass or any way to get around through the trains? Or did you kind of? No, but they have a really cool app now where you can just download the app and actually buy all the um, all the tickets on the app. Okay. Which made it really helpful because I've, I've traveled when I was traveling over in London and over in that area back, uh, you know, that was a good 20 years ago, but it, you, you know, you, you got so scared because everything's in a different language or their, their system was very, very easy to know where you needed to be and what platform you had to go on. Okay. Okay. Cool. So where, so where were we at after Milan? So after Milan, we went to Riccio Emilia. That's a small little city out of Bologna. And we took the train over there. Um, and then we were just there for one day. And that's where my daughter was studying. But it was a really cute little town. You know, the cobblestone streets, um, small little shops um, that were probably like, what, 40 by 40. I mean, just a really cute little, um, little area there. I was going to ask you, how far is Bologna from there? It's about, I'm going to say train ride was about 35 minutes. That's not bad. And for, yeah, and for the students who are watching right now, 
Bologna has, I think, one of the oldest universities in the world. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if it's if you're an academic like I am, it's definitely worth potentially going there and checking out the hit just for the history alone. Just seeing. Yeah, that's great. Oh, like, yeah. The architecture and just the small little the small little towns are really cute. Absolutely. So where do we go from there? Well, let's see. Where did we go from there? <laughs> we went to um, actually we went to Venice. Venice. Now, this was interesting. This was actually very exciting. Like at, at my age, I've only seen pictures. I've only heard about it. And, and I was really devastated because about a month before I left is when all the flooding occurred. Yeah. And of course, Venice always has flooding. But this year it was a lot worse. So we almost decided not to go. And um, I was like, no, nope, we're, we're still going. We, we still got to do it. So. Um, so we ended up getting there and it was the most beautiful city. You would have never known that the flood even happened. Yeah. Um, they cleaned it up very quickly and, um, probably was one of my, my, my very favorite spots for sure. We were actually in Venice in August, right before the flooding took place. So we were there right before you were there right oh, after. Okay. Wow. Okay. We, we hit the sweet spot. So good for us. Yeah, uh, it was great. <laughs> there was nobody there. Everybody was scared to go. So it wasn't busy at all. So it was really neat. Awesome. Perfect. And what were some highlights of Venice? What were some things that you... Um, again, we ate, we drank, we shopped. <laughs> I think the highlight was um, definitely the gondola. Mm. Um, gondola was absolutely amazing. Our gondolier, um, shoot, I can't remember his name right now, but we're actually Facebook, Facebook friends now. <laughs> and we always, you know, we're still contacting each other. But he was amazing. He was actually the son... Um, uh, you know, it's been in the, the gondolier company has been in generations for years. Yeah. Um, and I guess it's, it's really an actual, very, very hard job to get. There's a lot of, a lot of training, a lot of stuff that goes into it to be, be to become one. Yeah. You have to be, you have to, first off, you have to be a Venetian. And yes. And you have to be Venetian. Yeah. And, and the gondolier, uh, the gondolas, I think actually have to be part of the family and it's constantly refurbished. Because yeah. I don't think they'll let them make new ones. I think it has to be the same one that's been there for like. Same one. It has to have all the history of all the ancestors. Exactly, yeah. and the, yeah. the family is the one that's responsible for maintaining that and all that kind of stuff. So exactly. they're like these that's pretty amazing gondolier families that are like yeah, it really is absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's wonderful. So where do we go after Venice? So after Venice, we jumped up to Prague. Mm. Okay, Which so was, talk to yeah. me about Prague, because I've never been to the Czech Republic at all. Okay, you got to go. You got to go for sure. That's your <laughs> next next spot. Um, and I and I will then do do the, the vlog for you. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I'll ask you, you questions. <laughs> well, talk to me. Like, what, what would I want to do in going to Prague? What was well, the so Prague was the main destination when I got over there. So I really planned this one. Um, we stayed, I wanted to stay in an Airbnb there because... Now we now I've been traveling for about five or six days before I got there, and I, hotels are nice, but I wanted something that felt homey and where we experience progress, right? Yes. So um, we we found um, a great a great spot um, on Airbnb, okay, and great host, and it was a it was on the top floor of one of the buildings there, right down right downtown by the clock. Um, and it was beautiful. It was right. It was like a penthouse on top. So we could see the view of the cathedral of all of Prague. So it was absolutely beautiful. Sounds delightful. Yeah. So, and then what we did was also planned a couple different things. You have to remember I was traveling with my daughter. So, um, Friday night that we got there, we did a, we did a pub crawl. 
And <laughs> that was a lot of fun. We actually found that on Airbnb. Okay. Um, so we did a pub crawl there, which was really, really cool. So there was a bunch of people from all over the all over the country um, that we met. We met people from Mission Vieja, which I'm from. It was crazy. Um, and uh, met people all over. So we did that that day. Um, then the next day, we, we actually ended up relaxing and um, just doing our own sightseeing, walking around, ate, drank, shot. <laughs> um, and <laughs> it's kind of a theme, right? Yeah, it's like it just keeps going back to <laughs> eat, drink, shop, eat, drink, shop. So I like that. Um, but um, what, we were there during the Christmas markets. Oh, this was beautiful. Yeah. So they have, basically they have Christmas markets in every kind of little center, I guess you would call it. Right. Um, and it was just a bunch of little markets, a little, little street vendors selling Christmas memorabilia, um, selling hot wine, selling apple, you know, apple cider, um, meats, foods, cheeses, all that different stuff, as well as beautiful Christmas trees and decorations and, and all that good stuff, which I'm sure you saw um, on my trip. It's just absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And we actually have a couple of pictures that you were kind enough to let us use. And I, I'll have those coming up in just a minute for people to take a look at. So that's really, Perfect. really quite lovely. Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. Um, so then we did that all day on Saturday. Then I um, wanted to surprise my daughter and we ended up doing a, a dinner cruise. And so that was really, really nice. It was just really relaxing. We, we cruised the river there and ate and, um, and drank and, um, and just enjoyed the night, just really enjoyed the night. The crazy thing was, is while I was there, um, realizing that's what social media is so great, realized a good old high school friend of mine was there at the same time. Um, his oh, wow. Carl. And yeah, and so we ended up hanging out with him and, um, and his partner, his husband, mm -hmm. and um, really enjoyed Prague together on that on Saturday night. I'll have to talk to you offline because I want to know who was <laughs> there because, I mean, you and I went to high school together and I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, exactly. So I was yeah. like, okay, cool. Um, all right, cool. So where were we going after Prague? Okay, so, well, actually, Prague's not even done yet. So on, Oh, my gosh. Keep going. Yeah, so then um, on Sunday, this was my most favorite, is we ended up, and this was off of, it was either Expedia or Airbnb, I can't remember, um, but we ended up getting a local tour um, guy actually we met um, and we were with him for about five hours for the day and he we walked all of Prague so we were able to you know hear all the history and all the war stories of you know um, of Hitler and Beethoven and Mozart um, just incredible found that so much history to it um, and so that's what we did on Sunday and then Sunday night we just kind of relaxed and had dinner and then and then left um, on Monday. Oh, but yeah, that was the most. I if if anything, I would say is the local tour guide. We it was the best. And and, and what was nice about him is he only took fifteen people, so it could be very intimate. Um, we saw a lot of other groups, um, you know, there that had like fifty or sixty people on them, nice. and it just wasn't intimate. You could tell that we were the lucky ones that had the nice. Yeah, the exactly. <laughs> You're like, I got the good one. Yeah, <laughs> about okay. this. <laughs> Very nicely done. Okay, so now you're heading back from Prague to the U.S. How was the return trip, and did you have global entry or anything like that? Um, no, it, it was pretty simple. It was the same type of thing. We went, we stopped in um, Newark, and um, we, I went through customs there. 
Um, and then and then flew into um, LAX. Okay. Okay. Not a problem. By the way, here are some of these wonderful pictures that you shared with us. Uh, just so we go around here, talk to me a little bit about some of the pictures here. What are we seeing here? Yeah, so this, the, the top one with me and the birds. <laughs> uh, so, so that was um, that was in Milan in front of the cathedral. And it was pretty cool. There's birds everywhere. And a guy came up to me, didn't even ask. I ended up giving him too much money too. But anyway, that's another story. He um, handed me a bunch of bird seed. And all of a sudden, all these birds started jumping all over me. Um, and we got some great pictures. Like, that picture is just amazing. It's awesome. It's, it's a really good picture. Uh, and for, yeah. for the people who are listening on the podcast, you have to come and see the YouTube picture or the YouTube page in order for us to be able to really share with this. Although, we'll share some information later on uh, about how to contact Rob in case you want to get more information about this trip that he took. Uh, what's the yeah. one that's right below it? Right below, that's, um, that's a um, shot of one of the Christmas markets. Um, in Prague. And behind it, um, it's another cathedral um, that um, the big emperor built for him and his wife. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So what are we looking at in the center of the, because that, that's a huge crowd. Oh, it's such a beautiful. So that's in, that's, that's basically in the epicenter of Prague. That's one of the biggest um, Christmas markets right there. Excellent. And I just, it, what's crazy is I filtered it a little bit, but not much just to kind of bring out some color, but that's the true actual picture. And it just, the architecture that it's absolutely such a beautiful city. It, it looks really amazing. Really and I'm assuming that the clock tower is the next picture. That's right. Yeah. Right. That's the class, the first mechanical clock tower. And what's crazy about that, that, you know, be brief on it, but you really need to look this up. It was really fascinating that the guy that actually invented that and built it, um, they were so impressed by it. They actually cut off. Um, they ended up blinding him. They ended up blinding the actual um, creator of that clock, but he could not go to any other state and um, replicate it. Oh my like, gosh! Wanted to have that clock just for themselves. Talk about suffering for your art. <laughs> yeah, but the, yeah, exactly. But the funny thing is, is you know he was a little upset about it, and so he took this little piece. <laughs> Yeah, of course, right? Took this little piece out of the clock that made the clock, I, I can't remember how many years, but the clock didn't work until for like for 40 years oh my God. Um, until another person came in and figured out what was missing and fixed it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. And right on the right side of this clock is where they have all the um, off with your head type of things. Oh, guillotine? Um, and yeah, the guillotine in, 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 those, in those days. Oh, my gosh. That's... Yeah. Well, these are beautiful pictures and you did a great job in taking them. So thank you so very much for no that. Um, let's talk about some post-vacation thoughts. Um, so what were the pros of going on a vacation like this? Well, first of all, pros is just getting away, right? <laughs> <laughs> getting away. You know, I'm in real estate, so I work a seven-day week. And, and so it was just really nice to get away and definitely spend some time with my, my oldest daughter. That's awesome. Biggest pro uh, for sure. And just the history. I'm a history buff. So a lot of the, there's so much history over there um, that we don't really have over here in the U.S. So it was, um, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, if I'm correct, you grew up in Southern California as I did as well, correct? Yes. yes, I did. And so for us, some of the oldest buildings here in Southern California are maybe 100 years old. <laughs> exactly. Something like that. When you go back to the East Coast, maybe they're a couple hundred years. But when you go into places like Prague yeah. or Venice or somewhere like that. They're like 
maybe in some cases a thousand years old or a yeah, hundred years crazy. old. It's, just, it's crazy. insane. So just being part of that living history is so amazing when you can really absorb it and just see what that's all like. So appreciate you taking the time to explain that to us. Thank you so much. No problem. Also, maybe so for, for some of my students that are first time travelers to these locations, what would be something that you think that they should be aware of? I think the biggest thing aware is to take your time. I, it's it's kind of one of those things where I kind of feel like I was on a cruise ship, right? Where you you get to stay one or two days and then you take off to the next. Um, you know, depending on what type of lifestyle you want on vacation, I would say maybe just pick one or two destinations mm-hmm. um, because, of course, you know we we haven't talked about all that we didn't talk about all my spots, but I was at five or six locations. And it was just like, oh, I wish I could have had a little more time over there. Um, so that's, I think that would be the first thing. And really understanding, like I would even talk to my daughter, well, you just went to Barcelona. What did you do? She said, oh, well, I didn't know what to do. Like, I would say really study of what is known in that area and really, um, you know, be able to see all, all, all what you want to see. So do your research ahead of time. Yeah, for sure. It sounds like you definitely want to go back. Oh yeah, for sure. I want to go back to Italy and, and I was more in the northern part of Italy. So I want to go to the southern part oh, to um, Puglia and Rome and, and um, Pompeii and all that area and Naples, you know. So. Awesome. And then um, on a couple of questions on value adds, cost savings and best practices, um, if I understood correctly, you used a travel aggregator site. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And that was Expedia. Is that correct? Yes. Expedia okay. I used did you did did it allow you to compare prices abroad or did you look at other sites and, and yeah I would what I would try to do what I always tend to do when I'm traveling I always go to the, the main site right and that's why I use Expedia but then what I'll do is I'll go to the actual hotel that I find on Expedia and see if a lot of times they might have some deals or compare in that way um, but I just I'm it's just easy Expedia is just it just gives me what it needs to give me you know sometimes I'll go to kayak. Um, just to kind of see all the prints up, but it seemed like everybody was pretty close to each other in regards to that. Okay, cool. Well, thank you again for sharing that information. And for people who want to know more about your trip or just might be interested in contacting you as well, um, I understand we have a couple of uh, links up here for you. And for the people who are listening through the podcast, you can reach Rob at rob at Brandon, spelled B-R-A-N-D-O-N-R-E, like real estate group.com or at www.brandonrealestategroup.com. Are those the best ways to reach you, Rob? Yeah, that'd be perfect. Awesome. Well, Rob, I really want to thank you for taking the time to meet with me and talk with our students a little bit about both Milan and Prague. I know I enjoyed it, so I appreciate you taking the time to spend with me on this. Uh, For my students that are out there listening or watching, more specifically watching through YouTube, if you can ring the bell icon, it'll let you know when new videos are up. If you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe. And if you like this video and you want to see more, please give it a thumbs up in order to give us a positive review. Also, if you are listening on the podcast, please go to and rate us. We really do appreciate it. So thank you so very much. Again, Rob, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. And for all my students that are out there, make every day a travel adventure. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye now. The Professor Travel is a broadcast from Orange County, California. 
A transcript of each podcast may be requested by contacting the Professor Travel at his website, theprofessortravel.com. For opportunities to work with the Professor Travel, feel free to contact Scott at theprofessortravel.com or contact us through YouTube, Instagram, or Facebook at The Professor Travel or Twitter at TheProfessorTR1. Make every day a great day to have a travel adventure.